Hello listeners. In this episode we find out who's better at wrestling, the child catcher or Dr. Frankenstein. Boys, like the fuse. We're the comedy trio Sleeping Trees. I'm James. I'm Josh. I'm John. This is our podcast where we and a special guest try and create a story from scratch using randomly selected genres, settings and characters. There's only one thing standing between us and the perfect plot. Welcome to Story. Who told you you can eat my cookies? Well, Seymour, I made it. It's a sheep. Welcome, listeners. This is the very first Sleeping Trees Story Bomb, a brand new podcast. Whoa! Yes, please! Now, our guest that joins us today needs no introduction. No. No, he does need an introduction. Yeah, probably on, a, probably on a podcast he does need an introduction. Yep. Yes, yep. of course, of course. Sorry about that. Ladies and gentlemen, not from Wales, our guest today, Ben Hales. Ben Hales! The Hailstorm. Hello. H-A-L-E. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny to think that people listening to this will have to learn to differentiate us by our voices. I will be this one, which is a sort of quavery old man voice. <laughs> the quaver. Look at you doing all this work, Ben. <laughs> thinking of the listeners. That's very yeah. nice, very kind of you. I, I'm always thinking of the listeners. Well, in that case, this will be my voice. This is Josh. Well, why didn't you just use your normal voice, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go for this. This, Whenever you're listening to this voice, this is John. That's Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Someone get Gary out of here. This voice here ushering out Gary is, is James. Or Smurf. Or the Bontman. Or Bib. Or the Bantmoon. Or anything that Josh or John say and I respond to. Thank you, Chris. James has multiple nicknames. We'll try and refer to him as James as much as possible, but other nicknames are going to slip in. It just will happen. Why did John and Josh not have nicknames? Because we've got personalities. So who is Ben Hales? Hello. (laughs) That's Ben Hales. Uh, Ben is a writer, a musician, composer who has worked with us on many different shows now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I believe we first met him when we pulled him out of the audience, was it not? We did. You were a, a guest musician, and now you're a guest podcaster. Uh, James, what's your uh, opinion on Ben? What's your, what was your first impression? I like Ben because he buys us pizza. He does. He does buy us pizza on our birthdays. That's how long we've known him. Birthdays. Yeah. That is a bad precedent to set, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet you must regret that, Ben. I presumed it would only be one birthday. Well, you didn't expect to know us this long. What? And you also didn't think we'd live this long. That's yeah. exactly it. Have yeah, you, I, you tried to poison my first pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But I, I suppose, you know, I, I'm the natural choice for this role because we have sat in similar rooms uh, yes. and Zooms. Ben is very much our, our co-writer of late and we thought it'd be a great um, use of his expertise to join us on this podcast journey. And my access to a lot of sound effects. Yeah, Yeah, and you're really helpful on that side of everything. (laughs) Great, so what are we doing? Right, so uh, we're creating a story, Ben. I've got a list of settings, James has got a list of characters, and John has got some story bombs. What? What do you say? 
So a story bomb is just like a complete wild card. It's something to really throw a spanner in the works. It could be absolutely anything that we're just going to have to go with and it will destroy anything we've come up with beforehand. Okay, so the, John's normal function in a writing situation. It, yes. Exactly. I believe we, how did we come up with the, the, the term story bomb? It was something to do with me ruining stories, right? <laughs> Uh, no, I think it was like along the lines of you give away a piece of information that basically completely destroyed the story or or gave something away down the line. Oh, or... yeah, that's what it was. Is In like scene one or two, I would say a line from scene 20 or 30. <laughs> yeah. And which, yeah. which the whole show was about. And then we'd have to on the fly adapt to what had happened Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, it's a way we were like you know it happened live a couple of times and it would sort of we'd have to get ourselves out of out of the hole the narrative hole um, and that, yeah so we, story bomb crater yeah, yeah. And because the term wildcard has been um, trademarked by Panasonic um, <laughs> we've gone for story bomb <laughs> I like it. I like it because stories usually follow certain rules of logic and sense, um, which is something I could never said about you three. So, um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. How do we start? Uh, I think we'll kick off with a character, shall we, James? I will say this. I've only got like 16 characters. A lot of them are characters that we've like sort of played in the past. Right. Well, do we, so, so if we choose a character, is that going to be the, the main role? Yeah, whoever comes out first is the main role. How are you going to randomise it? Uh, well, actually, I've, I've done it uh, analogue style with some paper. I have many, many pieces, 16 pieces to be precise, of tightly folded, lined paper. Okay. All right, so the character uh, will be the focal point of our tale of our story today. Is is the child catcher? Everybody. The child catcher <laughs> from from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. The child catcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I've never seen it. You've never seen it? No. Is it is it the one with the flying bed? No, that's bed knobs and broomsticks, isn't it? Where that they fly is. around on a bed. Yeah, it's a similar shit-looking film. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of old things, so particularly old films like that. <laughs> All right, that's great. The child catcher. So he's not going to be the main character. I, when I um I did want to, I double check what he was from Titty Titty Bang Bang, and I saw on Google that the most frequently asked question was, "What does the child catcher do?" So like catch children, right? Well, yeah, I seem so. <laughs> you I love the way so. you're like. You haven't seen it. I think he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose we should explain for for John. He catches children. He goes around the streets with a little van thing. He has a van. It's, well, it's, I suppose it's a, it's a cart. It's an old, old style cart. Oh, I was imagining thing. like a white transit van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought... <laughs> I, when, I, when I said it, I was like, that's the wrong word. Why does he catch a children? Well, he, he... I guess he wants kids. <laughs> <laughs> he wants kids! Is he like Captain Birdseye? Is he... Fa- he's got failed IVF. Or Jimmy Savile. <laughs> I always remember he puts them in the back of the van and then the sides of the van fall away and the kids are in a cage and he like... And he like cackles off into the distance, which, I mean, if anybody sees <laughs> that happening, he, the the jig's up straight away, isn't it? <laughs> that seems like a very theatrical touch. 
I mean, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, something he's yeah. designed to spread. Yeah, surely, fear. if your van is mainly serving the purpose of keeping children in it, don't have it designed in that way, where it could neatly fold down like a present, revealing all of the prisoned children. <laughs> <laughs> this is all good stuff, though. Um, yeah, that's we've true, got a yeah. lot of questions to answer already. I, I think the main... Our main challenge straight off the bat is going to make our audience really get behind this character. Yeah, they've got to be on his side. I think we need to go down. We should go down the thing of like why he's doing this. Do you ever see where he takes the children to? I well, I've I've just gone on his Wikipedia, the child catcher's Wikipedia, and it does it does clarify it's a horse and carriage that he uses. Oh. Well, I think our our guy should have a white transit van that does what we're saying, where the roof and sides come out. We're modernising him, are we? But we haven't even we don't even know what setting we're in yet. Oh yes, let's do a setting, shall we? Oh, very true. Yeah, I do think, regardless of setting, the transit is a great shout. <laughs> yeah, transit's in. I've picked one. Uh, this whole thing takes place. <laughs> Centering around an underground boxing match. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he's collecting the children to make them fight. Oh my! He's making a child fight club. That's good. Yeah. Fight club he's, for kids. He's, he's <laughs> not, and now he's more like a, a Fagan character, taking them in, giving them jobs. Yes. And that's that's probably the one setting I could have picked out that gives purpose to catching children. <laughs> I think he's turning into a good guy. <laughs> Yeah, well, well he's, he kind of has he? to be. He kind of has to be. Why? Because yeah. he's making kids fight. No, I think the child well, catches a bad rep. This is a—he's the protagonist of our tale. So, oh, what is he like? A is he like a grassroots boxing coach, like giving these rough kids a purpose, yeah. teaching them discipline? I don't think just because you're the protagonist that means you have to be sympathetic. Does it? Yeah, he's like an anti-hero, isn't he? Yeah, well, we can hate him. Okay. okay. But by the end, we're like, he did fix their lives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any stories where it is, where that you don't like the protagonist. Scrooge? Yeah, that's true. Scrooge is a bit of a twat. You love Scrooge by the end. I think that could be a, a similar trajectory for this child catcher. I'd looked up, he doesn't have a name. Is it that? Is that? Could it be that he's trying to get his a different name because he's been labelled as the child catcher? Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, my name is Stephen. Ch- child catcher's <laughs> boxing gym. <laughs> but child catcher sounds like a name. Like it could be a wrestler's name. It does. Oh God, I see. So it's like a a stage name. Yeah. So he's a failed wrestler. <laughs> oh, and that's why he's got a cage. <laughs> No, but the kids aren't fighting to death. The kids are learning to wrestle, fake wrestle. But they're terrified that they've been taken from their homes. That's nice. So he's sort of running, running a federation. I like, <laughs> a, an underground federation. For, for trouble. They say, we say they're troubled kids. They are once they've been captured. <laughs> but let's, let's just quickly recap. Our child catcher is kidnapping kids to start up his own underground wrestling federation. Yeah. Right? Okay. And, so... and it's called Fight Club for Kids. Is it Fight Club for Kids? Like the, the yeah, number four. four. There's the number yeah. four, yeah. He's got to make it appealable <laughs> and for kids the kids. with a Z. Kid, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just to jump in there. Because it, it's either that he's deep down got a heart of gold and this Fight Club for Kids serves some positive purpose. Sure. Right. 
versus oh yeah what's his motive for doing his it? he is a failed wrestler who, whose career has left him with all the equipment to to run a dodgy underground thing for the pleasure of people who like like kids he's, he's a failed wrestler but boy has he put a lot of money into equipment <laughs> he's got he's got a titantron he's got pyrotechnics it's a really impressive show if you go are we saying that he had some sort of wrestling thing? Maybe he got semi-pro and then is really jaded and had a really bad experience and then he's turned evil, like pantomime evil for no reason, <laughs> in order to set this up. Uh, to, to, be, to be fair, the character of the child catcher really works as a wrestling persona. It does. <laughs> yes, it does. But he's also actually a child catcher. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he's so jaded because he, he, he was in an amateur like wrestling federation and they dropped him and he's so jaded that what he's his his master plan is to catch all these kids and train them up so his federation can one day be better than the one that he was dropped from yes yeah <laughs> okay I like like, i've got to start them young <laughs> and against their will <laughs> do you reckon it's a case of um showing when the kids get caught when the flaps of the transit van like flap down you see the cage the kids are like yes he caught me do you know what I mean? So then it like makes it less. That's uh, a good idea. Yeah, they want to be. So they're cool. like the chosen ones. Yeah, that's well, nice. Let's pull out another character. Let's see where it takes us. Yes. Okay. Okay, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Oh, another wrestler. Yeah, wait, Frankenstein. <laughs> Not Frankenstein's monster. So this is the Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, the Doctor. Yes, uh, that's true. I didn't write monster. Can I just on the say end. one million percent when Smurf wrote Frankenstein, he was imagining screws in neck, green guy. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. But you actually mean Victor Frankenstein, the the genius. Well, that... or Steve Frankenstein. Is he the brains behind the operation? The one that like, got is it he all piecing going? together discarded kids' bodies? Oh, so they make, they make them fight to the death and all the dead ones, he's making a super wrestler. Who <laughs> can finally, finally join a proper wrestling made out of kids' parts. <laughs> Somebody's got to cool. step in at some point and be like, I don't think this is the most efficient way, guys. I like that, though, because I was thinking, so he's, like he's taking these... I love it, yeah. He's taking kids against their will, making them fight to the death via fake wrestling. <laughs> So is he on? Hang on. So is Doctor Frankenstein on Childcatcher's side? Are they working in tandem? Well, it sounds to me like Doctor Frankenstein is worse than the Childcatcher. Oh, he's. Oh, he has he infiltrated the the organization. He's tricked the Childcatcher <laughs> to to like be like, I'll help you out with with this wrestling federation. Oh, don't worry, I'll work for free. <laughs> really what are you getting out of it don't, don't we'll get to that don't worry about it i love that this the crux of this story is the children die yeah well i suppose it's Vic victorian london though most of them were why is it victorian <laughs> he's got a transit well no isn't isn't that child catcher times no because it's time? got a fucking car in it Chitty -chitty oh yeah of course it does <laughs> it's a yeah. flying car old, the old victorian 70s we, we don't even have flying cars now <laughs> yeah it's set in 2050 you yourself said he had a titan tron <laughs> <laughs> i did but i meant a victorian titan tron you know with candles and 
It's just occurred to me that if we make Frankenstein also a child catcher, <laughs> then a more horrible child catcher who's going to kill the children and make them into a super child. Yes, I see. So he, there's two things going on here, like two underground um, yeah. empires. Oh, so it's a, of, it's a rivalry. It's a rival of... underground child catching. Or, or is it that Dr. Frankenstein has an ulterior motive and he is working under seemingly working under the child catcher, helping him with his federation, where in secret he is taking the dead ones. That's what yes. I said earlier. I like, yeah, I do like, so then there's a sense of like, there's treachery involved. I, I've got a problem with it, the dead ones. Okay. Don't worry, Frankenstein has thought that out. <laughs> it feels a bit too dark. Okay. That okay. Could it very well. so taking... you're all on board for captured kids? No, well, but... no. I just think the peril should be that, Doc, that Frankenstein's plan is to chop up the like the stunned children. Oh, we, oh, it's 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 hundred one Dalmatian style. The yeah, threat of yeah. it is there, rather than the, the otherwise the threat is going to be they have to take down a reanimated collection <laughs> of child of their mates. <laughs> yeah, like being like, oh mate, that's Danny's ankle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Simon's neck. <laughs> He's going to become the most successful wrestler because you can't kill the undead. Yes. Okay, so the idea is to... There's threat of this fucked up shit happening. Yeah. But yeah. our good guy, the, the child catcher, <laughs> he is going to save these children from being made into a big zombie. <laughs> I mean, one, one thing we, we, we've not got is we've not got any female representation in this. That's this, true. This 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 show is is not passing the Bechdel test. No, it's not, and that is a problem. Well, how about it's uh, female Frankenstein? The Doctor Frankenstein's female, mm. Vic. I'm assuming Victor Frankenstein becomes Victoria Felicity, Frankenstein. Felicity Frankenstein. Felicity. <laughs> is that a name? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. It is her name. Yeah. Well, I, in terms of because Ben, you were saying how it's a bit it's a bit too gruesome. So in the idea of like sewing kids together. So maybe a, a bit like kind of um, Power Rangers style, they kind of like group together to make one. Yeah, they morph to make one big. Yeah. Do you reckon that Frankenstein, rather than already having actual like zombie kids made up of different parts, she should just dress them like that and that's her thing. Her federation is called Frankenstein's Monsters. Yeah, and they're like, they all look a bit ghoulish, but they're just kids in like makeup. Yeah, that's nice. I feel like we we're all we're all agreed on where where we are. We're, we're all pretty safe, and it, it seems like this story is is going quite smoothly. So I think um, you say, is this John? Is he going to do it? it no, I think I'm going to do it. No. I'm going to do a debut story bomb. Oh no, I was I was fearing this moment. Okay, so. I don't believe it. Sauron returns. <laughs> Sauron returns. Sauron returns. <laughs> okay. It's return of the Sauron. Sauron right, returns. So, so first of all, do the child catcher and Frankenstein have anything to do with Sauron? Or is this happening and they're like, why is it on Austin? I think one of them finds the ring. <laughs> Maybe that's Boxing the ring, ring they're fighting in. <laughs> the one ring. One ring to rule them all. <laughs> there's only one there's only one ring in town. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and they all which they all use. Right. So 
it's not even just Sauron appears, it's he returns. Yeah, yeah, and I like the idea that the one ring to rule them all is basically a metaphor for the fight between Frankenstein or, or no, no, the, yeah. the kids. Well, this sort of suggests that Sauron originated the whole underground child yeah, did, fight. Did he club. have his own federation way back when? So it's kind of like, you know, WCW yeah. coming back. He was the original... Fe- <laughs> and and is, is this what unites the two federations of Frankenstein's fed and uh, Childcatcher's fed is to come together against <laughs> Sauron? They were... Childcatcher and Frankenstein were both child wrestlers in Sauron's, in Sauron's Federation. <laughs> yes! Oh my god, no, but I like this. Josh, you're right. So we've got our two guys who seemingly are against each other, but now have to join forces in order to fight against their original guy that they were jaded over. Their old and, boss. And, their old and boss. And Sauron's all like, I trained you. <laughs> I taught you everything you know. Yes! <laughs> By the way, where's the ring? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ring's got all the elvish written around the ropes. <laughs> but what's Sauron's goal? Sauron's returning to rule what, them all. To, but he, well, yeah, he wants to ownership of all the federations, does he? Yeah, he yeah. wants to have them all. The Federation of Men, the Federation of Elves. The... <laughs> uh, yeah, Elf Fight Club. I mean, that's essentially the third act, isn't it? When Sauron returns. Yeah, and then and and suddenly. Frankenstein <laughs> and the child capture have to put aside their differences and defeat the greater threat. Well, in many ways, Sauron sounds like the original child catcher. <laughs> There's one thing about child catcher, it's likely they were caught themselves. I reckon they should when they when they were under the wing of Sauron, Frankenstein and child catcher, they should have been brought up to be like kind of like mates maybe. Rather than bit, like bitter oh, they're, rivals, oh, they're a tag team. Yeah, something they're like ta- that. So they ha- they have history of. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. They're a, they're a tag team. They 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 were best friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the first sort of act, so you establish that that the child catcher gets the kids and trains them. Then it's sort of Karate Kid, isn't it? So when you say federation, is that mean like they're a team? Yeah, federation different? as in like a wrestling um, organization. Yeah. But they should be fighting each other, surely. I agree. I think yeah. they should be. They they're both yeah. kind of for level pegging, and they're they're going against one another. But like you know, they're, in a, they're in factions. Friend... Yeah. They're factions within the same organization. They're, it's the town's federation, <laughs> yeah. the town's child federation. <laughs> yeah. thing. but it should be that you know Frankenstein is the one to be, and they've got they've got old beef. But then we yeah. then we start rooting for the child catchers wanting to win as the underdog against yes that's quite nice and I quite I like that that maybe she does tape them together so it's not actually stitching she's taping kids together it's and it's very against the rules but it gives them a real edge um where do we go from here guys to me it seems like this is a story a mystery to be told to me you wouldn't start at the beginning you would only learn about the backstory of Frankenstein, oh, yeah. the child catcher. Of course. You know. So, you, Ben, you're saying that side of things we learn via flashbacks. Well, with that's the, the essence of the story. Annoyingly, if the child catcher wasn't the protagonist, you'd have some kid who gets caught by the... Yeah, yeah. But, but no, all the kids are, <laughs> are really generic. That We don't identify with any of them throughout the story. It, it seems like it has to start with the child catcher going about his child catching business. Yeah, I'm imagining a kid 
kids chatting on a street and then they get they get taken so you're kind of like whoa these kids are being taken into this transit van and that's kind of what you're seeing and you don't know any context I, I was i was imagining it starts and you've got a kid sprinting through the rain and mud falling over and while you just see it this van rearing around the corner chasing him uh, every every turn that and, might be uh, quite suspenseful actually if it's just a kid being like <laughs> yeah, and you, like, yeah. you don't know why he's running and like, yeah, and he, he turns a corner, he thinks he's done it, and then you just hear, like, the van be, like, like opening the yeah. door. Well, that's cool, but that instantly puts the child catcher as the peril. It does, and that's fine for the start, I think. Because right. when, 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 when he gets to the, the underground federation where the ring is... And the kids, he's just stolen, like, you're not, you're not going to hurt us, are you, mister? And he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. You're going to hurt each other. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we paint him as the good guy. <laughs> well, OK. I mean, that, that works definitely. But what, as a counter offer, do we not just start with, you know, the child catcher getting up, getting ready for work, putting on his massive hat? <laughs> I mean, I, I really like the notion that it, this is just totally normal for the child catcher. Like, he's a milkman, but what he does is he, instead of milk, it's catching children. Yeah. So, like, when he's getting ready at the beginning, you can have, like, when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> Here's a good question. Does, in his child catching, is he, is he just catching, like, orphan children on the street, or are they any kind of children? Are you talking about in our story or in the actual story? Because in the actual story, I think he is taking any kids, isn't he? But Do you I, mean like, are they orphans? Are they... Yeah. Um, well, you? I like the twist that, that it's a ready supply of unattached children that like they like being caught. I, I suppose if we want to make him likeable, he is giving hope to uh, to kids with otherwise nothing going on. Maybe they're runaway kids. Who have found themselves at loose ends. No, but I like, I mean, I, I kind of, you can imagine a tone of world where it's like, that's okay <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, I feel like there needs to be a tone of this is fine that he's stealing these kids. I'm imagining just oh. like sunny suburbia. <laughs> I was already fine with it. <laughs> I, just, I, I really I liked your start smurf because it was quite quick and quite grabby attention grabby but being like I'm not gonna hurt you but maybe it's I'm gonna train you or something like that <laughs> so then it's yeah like, bang straight in and then a quick montage you know <laughs> lifting weights punching meat running up steps power slamming power slamming <laughs> <laughs> that could have been the uh, the child catcher's signature move the power slam. slam. The power slam. Well, say if we're zipping through it then. So, like, I'm not going to catch you. I'm going to train you. Montage. I think you're ready. Ready for what? And then it's like, whoosh, and we introduce Frankenstein. <laughs> so there's a wrestling match going on between these kids. All of a sudden, we see, like, a ring wraith <laughs> fly over and Frankenstein and... Uh, and child catcher know exactly what that means. No, no. What it, mean, it should sorry, Josh, but it should be the ring suddenly goes all gold. Oh, it glows. El- it yeah, glows. like you know, yeah, yes. that happens. That happens. <laughs> and then quickly, the child catcher and Frankenstein are gonna be like, "Okay, kids, there's something we didn't tell you." 
We've got to explain this real quick because you're about to be in one hell of a fight. How do they defeat Sauron? So before we get I've got a question just regarding... Because they, if Childcatcher and Frankenstein were themselves child wrestlers in Sauron's company, yeah, uh, when they were kids, why? Well, what point and why did Sauron suddenly just disappear? The hobbits threw the ring into Mount <laughs> Like Lord of the Rings has still happened. That's still <laughs> canon. That that happens as ha- it happens. This is okay. a separate thing that, that that was not included in J.R.R. Tolkien's story, but did happen in Sauron's That's life. That's what Sauron was doing at the weekends. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's his main passion. I don't I don't feel the need to solve Lord of the Rings as well as our own story. No, no, no. 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 But he's been defeated in Middle Earth, so he just turns up back in regular Earth in uh, Godalming or wherever <laughs> and has to be defeated anew. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. How how do they defeat Sauron this time? Frog splash off the top rope. <laughs> Can I just say I like it going? You see Mordor in like blood, and and then it like it it uh, modernizes and it says Morden. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, he gets the northern line from Middle Earth all the way down to Morden. <laughs> from Frankenstein and Childcatcher's point of view, Sauron just disappeared, didn't he? Yeah. So they're still hurting from that. They've had to make their way. So it's a sort of lost dad. Story. Yeah, they think he abandoned him. So is it is it a nice resolution? Well, that might that could be the twist, I guess. I think, considering their history and their past. It has to be a two-on-one handicap match main event between Sauron against Childcatcher and Frankenstein. Main event. Okay. So there's other there's other matches with children leading up. To- yeah, the children make up the bulk of the card. Here's what it is: Sauron, he 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 appears and he catches all of their children. <gasps> yes. Ooh. So uh, they yes. have to fight him to set them free and in, back into their own slavery. So when yeah. the, so the, they're so Frankenstein and Childcatcher's best child wrestlers are about to face off, and then something happens, and the ring goes all gold and fiery, and then the kids just disappear. Yeah, they're gone. And then Frankenstein's like, "What do we do?" And he's like, "I guess we're gonna have to catch the kids <laughs> <laughs> again." Yeah, because maybe now they've got the same problem as the town folk. Because the town folk are like, "Where are the kids?" And they're like, huh, normally, but they're like, we'll find them for you. <laughs> Even though they took yeah, them yeah. in the first place. They become child finders. <gasps> oh. That finishes his arc. That's, his, that's the that's child catcher's arc. arc. He's no longer the child catcher, he's the child finder. Or the child giver backers. That's like the opposite <laughs> of catching. Yeah, I mean, can his saying be, I, can't, I can catch kids, but I can't catch a break? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely it can. So wait, so just so we don't get too off topic, um, currently the kids have disappeared and they've sellotaped each other together to form the alliance to beat to go and find the kids. Yeah. Rings glowed, kids disappeared. They're like, oh, we know who this is. Yeah, There's only one yeah. person this could be. And then Sauron set up his own ring in Mount Doom. In Morden. In, yeah, in Mount Doom in Morden. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the beef eater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to arrive." And is Sa- is Sauron doing this to sort of get them back together? <laughs> so, like, they at the end, they at the end of the match, they pin Sauron. And he's like, "I knew you could do it." Surely they look on the point of defeat, and then the reversal is the kids 
all rush out and attack Sauron. Yes. And they're on their captor's side. Great. Should we say maybe that whatever they're fighting in, there's like a cage dangling above it and all the kids are in the cage? Yeah. So then something happens where they... And then at some point the cage lowers, it becomes a cage match. (laughs) And the kids spill out of it. They're using kids as weapons. I like the idea that the kids turn on Sauron and then it's everyone versus the great lord, the dark lord, Sauron. Yeah. And I quit match. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we've got our story, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Let me just recap it. Who is your daddy and what does he do? So, the story goes. Starts off and we've got a kid running away from the child catcher being being chased he gets caught and then we're like oh no what's going to happen to this kid the kid gets taken to the child catcher's underground wrestling federation and we see him training these kids and we learn through him that he's like I'm training you guys to be the best wrestlers you can be because we're going to go up in the big county wrestling <laughs> fed against my old tag team partner and now rival Dr. Frankenstein who has her own federation of kids that's what the rivalry starts off as they get to the the midpoint of the film film or whatever the story Um, the midpoint of the story is uh, they coming up against each other they've got their two best wrestlers fighting in, in in the ring it's all about to kick off ring starts glowing orange Everyone's like, what's going on? All the townsfolk are like, no, what, what could this be? Frankenstein and uh, Childcatcher instantly know, uh-oh, there's only one person this could be. This is this is our old master, Sauron. So those kids disappear. All the townsfolk are giving them, giving them, should be like, where are our kids? Bring our kids back. We're all right with you taking them for wrestling purposes, but long as long, but if we don't get to watch them fight, we want them back. So they're like, Right, we have to go face Sauron in Morden. So then they get to get to Sauron. Who's in Mount Doom, a Nepalese restaurant. <laughs> Mount Doom, <laughs> Nepalese restaurant. <laughs> round the corner from Belladonna. And he's got all the kids suspended in a cage. They start wrestling in his Mount Doom-made ring. Uh, it becomes a cage match. All the kids are there cheering them on. They defeat Sauron, who then says, I was doing this to get you back together. (laughs) This was all for you. And they go, oh, thank you. And then they they lift their old tag team titles together. Yeah, yeah, Sauron's brought them because he's like, see what you could, you see, remember what you were together? I didn't like seeing you divided. Uh, And then they, they take all the kids back to the town, create one federation together that are the best and they go on to win regionals or whatever and everyone yeah and then it's like you're not the child catcher you're the child finder you're the you're the child finder and he's like thanks i am the child finder i'm the child found (laughs) but then there was the other idea that somehow the townspeople would then take their children back yeah yeah (laughs) some of them like hang on a minute (laughs) 
<laughs> we wanted you to get the kids back, not for another wrestling federation. We wanted our kids back. Yeah. No, but that's it. The ki- they give the kids back because they're like, yeah, and fair they get enough. arrested. And <laughs> no, they because they give they're happy to give the kids back because they're like, look, we're back together again. The old tag team's back. We don't need the kids fighting. We'll right. go back to fighting together. Uh, so they kind of re. They 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 rediscover that old old friendship and, they run, and camaraderie. They run their own wrestling matches week in week out that the town attend. Yeah, and all the kids yeah. cheer them on. And that's and, yeah, yeah, and the kids become their fan base, and yeah, and everyone's yeah. Got and, and, and nobody mentions anything to the police. It goes up to the Titantron and it just says um, Fight Club for kids. So it's it's there. It's for the kids' entertainment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what it's been all along. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. And then he gets hit by a chair. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we've I think we've successfully created a story out of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's well done, gang. <laughs> That's one in the back. One in the back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easy. One man and one very special van. Right, right, right. So let me get this straight. You want a cage in the back of a van that's how big? Child-sized. A child-sized cage. I would like the cage to be the size of a child. A child catcher who just loves catching children. Good evening. Hello there, mister. What do you want? You look very strong. I can bench 200 pounds. Ah! Get in the van. Hang on a minute. Are we in the Child Catchers Wrestling Federation van? It's the best one to be caught by. I knew today was my lucky day. Five cheers for the Child Catcher. Cheers. 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 An underground wrestling rivalry dating back generations. This is it, Felicity. One more win and we'll be the most successful tag team partnership the Federation has ever seen. Sauron will be uber proud of us. I've got a great idea. I think we should sellotape ourselves together. That way we'll be twice as strong and we'll definitely win the match. But Felicity, that will be against the rules. Disqualified. Once caught themselves, now they're doing the catching. You're not gonna hurt us, are you, mister? Oh, I'm not gonna hurt you. You're going to hurt each other. There's only one thing standing in their way of eternal wrestling glory. The man who caught them. This is a Northern Lights service calling at Ballum, Tooting Beck, Tooting Broadway, Collierswood, South Wimbledon, and Morden. My God, the ring, it's glowing, it's glowing, something otherworldly is happening here. The only way these old foes can defeat their old master is by working together. 
there's only one way we're going to be able to defeat him, child catcher. Say it after me. We're going to have to work together. Work together? Right, now you say it. What? I... One, two, three. We're going to have to work together. (laughs) Now, come on, just apply yourself. All right. One, two, three. We're going to work together. Work together. together. You're doing it too quick. You're You're doing it too quickly. One wrestling ring to rule them all. What are we going to do? How are we going to win this? I think we should just give up. No. I'll do a frog splash. Here I go. (coughs) Frog splash! (coughs) One, two, three. Oh, Oh, Felicity. Return of the King of the Ring. And their opponent, weighing at zero pounds, the forger of the One Ring, the ruler of Mordor, the Dark Lord, just a floating eye, Sauron! What are we going to do? There's no hope. Can the child catcher find his children? Wait, what's that? Of course. If the children. But more importantly, can he find himself? I can catch the kid, but I can't catch the break. Fight Club for Kids. Child Catch It this summer. Coming this winter. episode of Sleeping Tree Storybomb. If you enjoyed it, then please consider signing up to our Patreons and keep making more of these. Today's episode was edited by Ben Hales and the theme music was by Adam Snaidi. The Storybomb Scissor Reel was written by Sleeping Trees and Ben Hales, who also did the sound design. Our artwork is by Glenn Staunton. Please subscribe and give us a nice little review if you want more. See you soon! See you soon!